Hi, I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Eden Epstein, cast member in Leopoldstadt at the Longacre Theater. Hello. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? Well, it's going great. It's going better now that we get to have a conversation. So thank you. Thank and you for having gonna... me. Oh, you bet. Talking about Tom Stoppard's play, Set in Vienna, it's a passionate drama of love and endurance that begins in the last days of, 19... of 1899. It follows one prosperous extended Jewish family deep into the heart of the 20th century. And Peter Marks of the Washington Post has this to say. Perhaps what moved me so was the pain layered in the delicate brushstrokes of this fictionalized account, which was deeply influenced by Stoppard's later in life discovery of his own Jewish roots. Or maybe it was the breathtaking dexterity of director Patrick Marber's meticulously acted production, which propels 30 cast members across more than half a century of harrowing events. So, Eden, my million dollar question to you is, what was your sense of the play the first time you read it? I I read the play, actually. There was a lot of sort of synchronicity about the way that this play came to me. I was um, in Paris. I had had a bit of time off and hadn't traveled since before the pandemic. And I'm a huge Francophile. And I um, was sent the audition from my manager. And I'd never auditioned for uh, Broadway before. I'd never done a real play before. And seeing mm. that it was a Stoppard play first sort of stopped me, stopped me in my tracks. And then I actually read it on Passover. It happened to be Passover. And um, I, I myself am, am Jewish, um, but my relationship to my Judaism is sort of fragmented. Um, I didn't have a bat mitzvah as a kid, but I did have to go to Hebrew school, which I sort of loathed um, and grew up having Shabbat dinners with my family, which really was just about bringing community together. And there was something about reading this play about lots of different characters reckoning with their own identity and their Jewish identity on Passover in a foreign country um, that moved me in a way and touched me in a place spiritually that I had never uh, experienced before. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so there was the element of uh, uh, an entryway into introspection about my own identity as, as a Jewish person that um, was piqued by this. But then there's also the... Um, massive component of Stoppard creating this very huge family with meticulous detail and mm -hmm. immense nuance that creates this fabric to, to tell a story that's strong enough um, to keep an audience engaged and caring about everyone from 1899 to 1955. Mm -hmm. um, there's such specificity in the writing and so, so much humor um and in classic stepardian um style so many facts and things to learn that i was quite overwhelmed the first time i read it and and um i had to read it a few times before i felt that i really had a grasp of all of the characters roles in the story both 
in a literal sense, but then also thinking about thematically sort of zooming out why each of the characters existed to tell the story in the effective way and in the affecting way that Stoppard wanted to tell it. Um, and so it was, it was sort of um, both immensely moving. I wept at the end of it. Um, and then also intellectually extremely stimulating um, for, for various reasons. So I was pretty swept away by it and, um, and overwhelmed and just beyond excited to think about getting to even audition for it. Hmm. And in the context of that audition, of course, Patrick Marber directed both the West End production and New York. How did the audition not only come about for you, you've touched on that, but how did you also prepare for it? And what was your response in being offered the role? So I did a tape um, at first in Paris, actually with with myself, <laughs> um, because I didn't have anyone physically there to, to do it with me. Um, and I, uh, um, at first there, there was no dialect. They wanted it to just be in our own, in our own accents. So, and I had, I had studied Stoppard in, in university. I went to NYU and I didn't go to theater school. I went to Gallatin, which is the school of individualized study in theater. Thinking about the performative nature of identity was something that really intrigued me. And so, um, I studied a lot of playwrights and, um, and Stoppard, of course, is canon and, and, um, had read many of his plays and loved many of his plays. I remember Arcadia feeling like, just something that sort of shattered my brain in the craziest, most <laughs> exhilarating way. And so um, you have to, un you have to know your, your, your writer, know your playwright. And so I definitely felt like I was able to tap into um, my knowledge of his writing um, as, as, as a whole. Um, so there was, there was that, but really it's, it's sort of the approach that I have with every audition, which is, building, um, trying to build a character from the inside out. And I actually auditioned for Hana. Um, I wasn't auditioning for Hermina when I um, first auditioned. And um, so it was a completely different um, set of circumstances, which actually ended up being really enriching, given that I ended up playing Hermina because Hana is my mother. And mm -hmm. in creating a character, it's very interesting to think about a character's relationship with their mother, um, you know, in, in a Freudian sense almost, to sort of understand <laughs> them more deeply. Um, so I made my first tape. I I got a call from my manager at like 3 a.m. in Paris saying, can you fly back? Patrick Marber wants to call you in for a callback. So I flew back the next day, packed everything in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. um, and came in for the callback with Patrick and um, made some pretty big choices in the room. It was my first audition in, in, in a room in three years because I had mm -hmm. done, it was two years of pandemic. And then the year before the pandemic, I had started doing um, a TV show um, called C. And so mm -hmm. I hadn't auditioned in a really long time. And I'd, like I said, I'd never done a Broadway audition. So I was nervous, but also exhilarated because the writing was so fantastic. And when you have writing that, that guides you in the way that um, Stoppard's writing does, it, it frees you in a way to be instinctive um, and just sort of be a live wire and um, 
that was thrilling for me. And I, I had so much fun in the room and that was, that was, that's the goal in every audition is to go in and do your thing and, and, and have some moments of joy. And I definitely had that. And then Patrick, um, before I left, basically called me back for another audition while I was still in the room and said he wanted me to read some other roles. And then I was called back again and did another read, um, this time for Hermina and Nelly. And I could tell that the second I did Hermina, that that was it, that he really <laughs> responded to it. And, um, and yeah. And, and then of course, when I found out that I, that I booked it, I was completely elated and felt extraordinarily lucky. I mean, it, 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 to have your Broadway debut be originating a role in a stoppered play, um, that is something that I think is a story that needs to be told desperately because of all of the anti-Semitism and the zeitgeist at the moment is just, um, feels sort of miraculous. And I'm, I'm so, so grateful. Mm. And so is every audience member, I have to say. <laughs> Let's talk Good. a little bit about your, your, like your main character with Hermina. Mm-hmm. What are, what do you like about her? What do you question about her? What do you maybe dislike about her? Mm-hmm. Similarities, differences? Give us some insight into her. She She's a very... Um nuanced person i think and um on the surface it's easy to um sort of write her off as a gold digger um and i i take issue with that i think um i think that she first of all she's she's anomalous to the rest of her family in in the sense that there are people, very erudite people all around her that are very principled and sort of a, a, a traditional way. Her dad is this Marxist. Her cousin's a socialist. Her other cousin fought in the war and lost an arm and an eye. My mother's a concert pianist. These very disciplined people with principles. And um, she, I think, in contrast, um, is principled in a different way. I think that she's very aware of, of what's going on in the world and um, is terrified, frankly, of um, not feeling safe and secure. And my cousin Nellie, played by Teddy Milan, her response is to um, go to activism. And she's this stalwart socialist, and that's the way that she feels that she's going to affect change and hopefully create... Um, a place where she and her family and loved ones can feel safe, where everyone can feel safe. And I think um, Hermina feels that status and wealth are things that um, sort of transcend different markers of identity, like being a Jew. Mm -hmm. And that she feels that it is um, the smartest thing that she could do would be to marry someone who is uh, not Jewish and wealthy. And that would give her not only protection, but also a life of excitement. She's, she's um, I should have probably led with this, but she's a very sparkly, um, uh, feisty, excited, um, curious, 
um, joyful person and I think really wants to have fun and um, wants to feel alive and wants to explore and that's her ambition. And maybe it's a little bit selfish in some ways um, or maybe it seems vapid, but that's really where she is. She's also quite young. I don't think that she's yet at a place where she's sort of stepped past the solipsism and narcissism of adolescence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that, that guides her in a way, but I would say that, yeah, her, her, her intention to quote unquote, marry a banker um, comes from an awareness of the heaviness in the world and the danger that Jews have been in for forever and feeling like she doesn't want to align herself with any kind of trajectory that will limit her life experiences because of being defined as a Jew by the outside world. And that's something that I find compelling about her as a person who grew up in Santa Monica, um, Mm -hmm. surrounded by Jews. It was very, Judaism was so normalized. There were barn bat mitzvahs, you know, every other weekend. It was like, and the kids who weren't Jewish wish they were Jewish. Like it was very, um, a very sort of swaddled um, upbringing. Although I will say um, I I went to public school and there was a ton of diversity at my high school, but being Jewish wasn't something um, that stood out, I would say. And so being Jewish wasn't something that wasn't a way that I would describe myself. If you asked me to describe myself in five adjectives, I wouldn't say Jewish as one of them. Those wouldn't be one of the first things I would say. And I think Hermina feels similarly. She doesn't want one of her defining features to be that she's Jewish. And I think that that's something that's that's thematically something that 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 Tom is exploring in the play with Hermann and his sort of internalized anti-Semitism. Um, that I think Hermina suffers from that too. She feels ashamed of the bris and of the moil coming in, and mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of her having to explore her her shame and embarrassment around those elements of her her family and her family's heritage forced me to look at at things that I've been ashamed of or um not wanted to um uphold as markers of my identity i think that we're so fixated on being able to sort of self create and I've had the luxury to do that, to really sort of say, this is who I am and this is who I want to be. And the, the terrifying thing about, and I think one of the questions that the play poses is asking about Jews and Jewish heritage, whether, you know, as a Jew, you are a Jew because of your religion or whether you are racially Jewish. Mm-hmm. And the concept of passing is something that, that, I haven't had to think about in my life because I'm a white woman. Um, But when you think about the Holocaust happening in in very, very recent history, you couldn't pass if you had my last name. Mm -hmm. And, and so all of these questions are, are, I think circulating and buzzing around all of our heads, all of the actors (laughs) heads as we're thinking about this very recent history. That's feeling like it's approaching faster and faster in the rear view mirror um, because of, uh, the temperature outside of the theater, um, mm-hmm. in, in the world writ large. Mm-hmm. It feels as though Stoppard has written us a cautionary tale 
And Eden, you bring such insight to that. And I'm so grateful to have been able to have this time with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking. I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Eden Epstein, cast member in Leopoldstadt at the Longacre Theater. Thank you. Thank you.